Let's talk about David Olesoga being awarded the President's Medal. Let's also discuss New Zealand's plans to ban cigarettes for all future generations. What about the death of Robbie Shakespeare, of reggae's legend, Sly and Robbie? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. Successful people are not without problems. They're simply people who have learned to solve their problems. Earl Nightingale. I do like that one. So it's episode 84, still here sparking debate in December. Lots has gone on. I think we've got loads more to come. It's going to be an interesting couple of months. Um, But yeah, we will get through. We will get through. So for myself, COVID has officially left my home. Thank goodness. Um, Yeah, everybody who was infected is well. um, They didn't really have it bad, but they did test positive. Um, But me and my youngest, thankfully, we tested negative throughout. And yeah, we're all back to normal. Life resumes. So yeah, I know and I'm mindful that it hasn't gone that way for everybody. So I do give thanks and I am grateful that um, it has gone that way for me and my family. So yeah. But my thoughts and prayers do get to people out there who have had a worse time. You know, friends of mine, actually, even, you know, so yeah. So this week, Abu Dhabi, um, Max Verstappen um, won, controversially though. Um, look, we, you know, there's <laughs> Lewis Hamilton is really having a... Um, an interesting time, you know, throughout his rise to fame, you know, with all the accolades, they haven't come without various controversies and, you know, the word I want to use is is, is robberies, to be fair, robberies. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. But yeah, so in fact, uh, Max won, um, it's definitely controversial. Um, you're going to hear about it weeks and months, probably years to come, to be fair because it was historic, a historic situation. Um, but the Mercedes teams um, protested against the, the outcome um, twice. They were unsuccessful with this. Um, and, yeah, we just have to see how things pan out. But, yeah, most front pages of most papers have said it just as I just said. You know, he, he's been robbed. Um, but, yeah. But, you know, look, Lewis Hamilton is who he is, and he will overcome and override it over you know over the coming races etc so it's just a blip but um but yeah uh, it's, it's there and plain for everybody to see to be fair so yeah um but yes also what else is also plain for people to see is that Raheem Sterling has scored his 100th uh, premiership goal so he'll go go down history for that um one of the few that have done that so hats off to him too beautiful thing to see um, but I'm across the pond, well, way across the pond, uh, New Zealand are to ban cigarettes for future generations. So this pretty much means that anybody born after 2008 won't be able to buy cigarettes um, or cig- tobacco products in, within their lifetime under the new law that they're um, expecting to enact um, next year. So, yeah. So 
yeah, so that's, that's going to be a bit of a game changer for New Zealand. I wonder if other countries will, will take that on as well, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a healthier place in, in that sense for sure. But um, yeah, the author, I mean, the authorised shops that are authorised to sell um, cigarettes at this point is, you know, it's, it's going to really uh, reduce dramatically, you know. It's... Um, It'll be reduced to like under 500, but at the moment it's like 8,000 shops. So, you know, business is going to change. I'm not sure if they earn money off it in the same way that the UK does, but that'd be interesting to see how they will deal with that short call, or sh- shortfall of money coming into their, into their, um, into their budgets, etc. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, Sadly, um, we've lost um, Sly and, well, Robbie from Sly and Robbie, um, Robbie Shakespeare. So, I mean, if you know reggae music, you definitely know of his music and his sound. Um, you may even know the name if you're an old, you know, somebody who used to listen to sound tapes and go to reggae events, etc. Um, but yeah, Sly and Robbie is, is a big name in the, in the reggae industry. Um, he was an influential Jamaican reggae artist. Um, like I said, he was half of the duo called Sly and Robbie. Um, and he died age 68, unfortunately. Um, died in Florida. He'd recently been in the hospital for um, kidney surgery, um, which is one of those you know, diseases that affect the black community disproportionately already, as we know. But yes, so he sadly passed off of the back of that. Um, but yeah, his, his music is you know, credited with revolutionising the sound of reggae and dancehall music. You know, he's, his career spanned over 50 years, uh, worked with people like Madonna, um, Bob Dylan, No Doubt, Peter Tosh, Rolling Stones, Grace Jones, loads of people. So, you know, very respected and sought-after artist. Um, and yeah, he's, you know, his unique sound was heard on, if you've, if you've not heard of it and you want to hear what his sound was like, um, Murder, She Wrote, um, and Bam Bam, which was recently used by um, Jay-Z on his 444 album. So, yeah, he's, like I said, legendary, legendary in the, in the reggae and dance or music business and beyond, because he even um, helped, uh, pr- well, not even helped, he produced the music um, and movie soundtracks for Buffy the Vampire Slayer and um, Poetic Justice, which starred Tupac. So yeah, he's um, he was a formidable force in the music industry. Also nominated for thirteen Grammys, so and actually won two, two out of those. So so yeah, he um, yeah sorely missed. You know, my thoughts go out to his family um, and friends. But his legacy definitely lives on within music. You know, definitely lives on. So also um, David Olusoga, um, he's been given the top British Academy Award. Um, uh, for for his writing and his broadcasting, um, and yeah, he's he's been. I'm sure he's got. I'm sure. I, I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking. I'm sure I've heard about him winning some stuff in the past, but I can't put my name at my put my tongue and my finger on it. Rather, but yeah, either way, he's won this one. So it's called the um, presidential presidential uh, medal, um, and it's the most prestigious accolade. Um, that the British Academy could give. So, yeah, it's basically around his, his 
his success in bringing diverse stories about Britain and Britain's past to like the wider audience. So, you know, he's got loads of documentaries out and he's, he's written a few books as well. And he's definitely been somebody that's, you know, well, like they've said, shared British past history um, to a wider audience. And he does it in a way that's, that's palatable, I suppose, for people that are, have never heard that kind of history before. So, yeah, hats off to him. Glad they, they recognise his talent in that way, for sure. So the world is now dealing with this new uh, variant, Omicron, as we know. Um, and, yeah, they've spoken about, you know, substantial wave of infections in January. Well, we're, we're facing a substantial um, infections in January, you know, if we don't have further restrictions. You know, and this is, this is not just the politicians saying it, this is the scientists saying it. So we'll have to see how that plays out over the coming weeks and months. Well, more like weeks, to be fair. Um, but yeah, to date, we've had uh, 633 cases um, on Saturday. So, and it's estimated to, the real numbers are estimated to be much higher. Obviously, they can't uh, test everybody. You know, everybody comes forward in that way. But, but yeah, they're saying it's likely to be the most dominant form of the virus in England by the end of the year. So, and it's going much faster than the Delta one as well. I think they said it's doubling like two and a half Two and a half, doubling every two, two and a half to three days. So that's, that is a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. So, um, and they've also said the two doses of COVID vaccines that people have had thus far um, isn't enough to stop you catching the variant. Um, even though, I mean, at the moment, there's not been any deaths um, of, from Omicron yet. Um, but, you know, it's, it's usually about three to four weeks before you can see, you can tell what's happening. Obviously, there's minimal data on it at this point. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're here again with another situation, but I'm sure we will get for it. I'm sure we'll get for it. But um, they have spoken about us, uh, you know, going to be required, well, under the new rules, we're required now to uh, wear face masks, you know, in public settings and theatres, cinemas, places like that. Um, and yeah, from Monday, people be asked to work from home. From Wednesday, COVID passes be required for visitors to nightclubs and um, indoor venues of more, with more than that 500 unseated um, people. So yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be impacting on the economy. Many businesses, especially hospitality businesses, especially around Christmas time, you know, this is where they make the bulk of their money. So definitely feel it for them because they they were like the last especially nightclubs they were the last to open first to close initially um, but the last to open so it looks like they're going to be the first to close again so not sure how they're going to survive to be fair you know in the coming years uh, yeah it's going to be and, and also I don't think they've, they got any support I'm not sure if they got any like furlough type support as previously so yeah definitely feel it for those business owners um, and yeah, I mean, Boris came on on the TV um, today, and yeah, he's the language he was using was really dramatic, you know, um, warning people that you know that the pan pandemic is is again an emergency situation with a tidal wave um, of the Omicron variant coming. So, so yeah, and he also announced there's going to have we're going to have 42 new military planning teams across the region as well 
um, bigger sites, um, vaccination units and expanded hours for centres that are already in operation and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's full steam ahead. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's very early days, very early days. So over the next days and weeks, we'll probably hear a lot more. Welcome to Pablo's podcast. Join me on a weekly basis with social commentary on current affairs which affect us the most. Come and news with me. What you can expect is uplifting, positive discussions, interviews on our social, physical and cultural well-being. Voicing some of the perspectives we share but maybe don't vocalise enough. I'll be going through my bucket list of interviewees over the coming weeks. You're guaranteed to get an honest, authentic perspective and insight into what's going on now. If you like what you hear, please click the subscribe button, please share on your social media apps, and please leave a review. Look forward to spending some time with you over these coming weeks. Thanks for joining me. Take care. On a more positive note, um, thankfully there hasn't been any uh, youth deaths through youth violence, which is always a good thing. So really glad to be able to say that. And on the other side of the pond, um, Jesse Smollett, um, the Empire actor. Um, this is a man who, that, well, an actor who claimed he was racially attacked, um, homophobic and racist attack. Um, in Chicago, but he was found guilty of orchestrating the whole thing. Um, could serve up to three years in prison. Um, he hasn't been sentenced yet. Um, they, ha- they haven't even scheduled the date, but obviously he'll be sentenced shortly. Um, but yeah, he, you know, he could, could go to prison, but I think it's his first offence, so he could get probation, but we'll see. But yeah, what a... a um, what a scenario, what a scenario to be in, you know, pretty much you, you'd look at somebody like that and say he's got everything, you know, he's famous on a, a you know, blockbuster of a show, everybody loves the show, so, you know, that and that would have spun off into extra work, obviously, from his role he played, but he obviously wanted more for whatever reason, and, you know, this has probably ruined his career, you know, it, it, you know, it's, it's greed, Greed, but but what I think what's more interesting about it is the timing of it because obviously he tapped into the whole racist thing, racial attack, the homophobic thing at the time of um, George Floyd and, and things like that. So yeah, it even makes it a little bit harder to swallow. You know, I mean, it's, it's never never going to be a, a, a good thing because of the nature of what he's done. But to to use. That the timing of it to kind of give his thing a bit more credit, um, but yeah, well, look, he's it's been exposed as not to be real, and I think that the two guys um, who were arrested for doing the 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 attack, who were part of the plan, two two black guys, you know, two black guys. So and um, so yeah, I mean, there's more to the story. There's something to look into, you know, if you if you want to get more details. But but yeah, just ridiculous, really. So he deserves everything he gets off the back of that. To be fair, because it does it does impact on you know those real credible scenarios when people are being attacked and stuff like that. People start second guessing things and stuff like that. So it's not it's not good at all. But yeah, all all greed, 
but I think he wanted publicity and yeah he definitely got the publicity but not the publicity I'm sure he wanted so yeah so yeah so with with this new variant you know here now and the others to come I think you know certain things shouldn't change for us I suppose in the sense of you know we, we still have to be mindful of the things that affect us disproportionately and try and offset them you know, by taking our vitamins, eating healthy and drinking healthy and, you know, doing healthy things with our with our bodies in regards to exercise, etc. Um, because these things are coming, then that, that we can't stop, but we can stop how it affects, well, not stop how it affects us, but kind of mitigate some of the, some of the adverse effects from, you know, from diseases, infections or any kind of ailment. So, yeah, we need to keep on top of that. So, this, this is becoming a common theme around this time of the year. Uh, the UK chief vet, veterinary um, people warn of avian flu um, at a phenomenal level in the UK. And I remember this last year as well. Same thing kind of happened around this time. Um, this one, is, they're saying it's a, at a phenomenal level and that they've, you know, tens of thousands of birds have already been culled and uh, it's the largest number of... Um, that they've ever had to cull. So this seems a little bit different. Um, but yeah, like I said, I do, I'm noticing a bit of a pattern around this time of the year in regards to poultry and um, avian flu. Um, but as, as they said last year as well, officials say the risk to humans' health is low, which Africa highlighted in the podcast around this time last year. You know, low, low doesn't mean it's non-existent. So it's something we do have to be mindful of. Um, but I've said um, there's no link between uh, COVID um, and uh, infection. So, but they, they did also say um, that infected birds should not be touched. Obviously, that's a that's a warning for the farmers because by the time we get them, they're fully packaged and, and whatnot. So we like to think that the ones that we would be able to touch have already been, um, you know, co-signed as being safe and healthy. So. Fingers crossed that's the case. Fingers crossed that's the case. So sadly, in America, they've had um, multiple tornadoes caused havoc across several states, killing dozens of people. Um, well, sorry, more than dozens of people. Initially, it was dozens, but I think it, the number actually went up to 100 plus in the end. Um, worst, The worst tornadoes uh, the US has recorded in history, so... It's really bad. So my, my thoughts and prayers get to the people that have lost their homes, lost their lives. Um, but yeah, you know, throughout doing this pod over the past 12 months, you know, these extreme weather scenarios that we, as, you know, little humans on the planet that, that we can't do nothing about, they, they've definitely got worse and worse over, times, over time. You know, so um, something is happening. I believe, you know, global warming and all of these things. I know there's still some deniers out there, but, you know, the data doesn't lie. You know, these things are happening. They are happening. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, my thoughts and prayers go out to them. And, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd like to hope that we don't have to deal with, you know, more extreme weather scenarios going into 2022, but it seems highly unlikely. It seems highly unlikely. So... You know, with with all of these changes, you know, we're coming into the end of the year. You know, next year, you know, well, usually come January, people we were talking about our New Year's resolutions and things like that. 
you know, and it is kind of hard to kind of plan how things are going to go, but we still have to keep moving forward ultimately. So, you know, we, we make the plans that we can make and, you know, as long as, as long as we're here tomorrow, you know, we can do things and we can change things. So, you know, we should still look about what we can do, you know, and make plans and resolutions and stuff. And, and as I've, as I've said throughout, when there's, you know, great changes or, you know, a, a lot's happening, there's lots of opportunities as well. It comes with lots of opportunities. If you're looking for the opportunities, if you're willing to act on opportunities, um, or you can just be overwhelmed with all the negativity, you know, that's not the route I would suggest you take, though. I suggest you look for the opportunities because there are a lot, you know, it's a new world we're living in and we can fashion it in a in, in a different way to be, to what we could yesterday so that's what we should be looking to and if we're not doing it obviously you know the youth will be you know whether it's your newborn you know your 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 nephews your youngest children whatever they they will be so we should be too because it is a new world you know we do have a new disease that we have to deal with it has changed how we function in the world, how we move around in the world. So, as I said, there's lots of new opportunities. We just have to be open to them. So, again, I'd like to thank everybody who's um, purchased the Unity Culture and History hoodies and uh, the mugs and the other bits of merchandise. This December, um, we have launched a new pink um, version. We had a few requests for a pink version, so we've got a pink version now. So yeah, if you're if you're quick, you can order those, and that will be with you before Christmas. So so yeah, have a have a have a look at that. And you know, being pink doesn't mean it's just for the for the ladies at all. I had somebody mention that to me, but I I've got many a pink. Well, not many. I'll be I'm exaggerating. I do have pink t-shirt, a pink t-shirt. This you know. Like I said, these, these things are unisex, you know. But I suppose it takes a, a different kind of confidence for a man to rock a pink hoodie. Um, but you can do it, guys. You can do it. And if you can't, we've still got the red ones, the black ones, the green ones, and the blue ones. So there's everything there for you. So thank you again for choosing Pablo's podcast today. And hopefully you can join me on the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney and you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.